Welcome to this podcast by SendSensor.com. Today we will explore in more depth the most common relationship conflicts and how to solve them. In my last few videos and podcasts I talked about attachment and how it can cause conflict in your relationship. It often starts when we reach out but either feel or anticipate that our emotional needs will not be met, that they don't care or that our partner simply will not engage with us. An attachment is critical to our survival and is a response hardwired into us through millions of years of evolution. We feel safe when we know our caregivers will respond to our needs as our very survival depends on it. While we've grown up and are adults now and our key attachment is now our partner, then the fundamental needs are still the same. When we feel we might lose that attachment, we respond with blame, criticism, attack, which is a strategy used to get an emotional response, any emotional response, so we know our partner still cares enough to engage. You can see the attack or blame protest behavior. It's also a natural fight response when stress is triggered, as it would be when we fear losing an attachment. The other typical response pattern to attachment fears is to do the opposite to attack to escape by withdrawing. This way we protect ourselves from the rejection of not having our needs met and the pain that entails. It's also a helpless state as we've given up on even trying and this is much more dangerous than the protest behavior described above. The blame and distance cycle however reinforce the fear of abandonment as blame will make the other defend or retreat which create more emotional distance and more feeling of abandonment. The cycle then repeats itself. What your partner is really trying to ask you when they attack or blame you is can I reach you? Are you available when I need you? When they try to connect with you they are really saying I need to know you'll not leave me or hurt me. It's a clear sign that their need is to feel secure with you. If you experience this protest behavior, find out what their attachment language is so you can show them how much you care and that you're there for them. And this will be discussed much more in my ebook that you can get. Don't try to argue with whatever logical reason they're attacking you for. It's just a cover up for some underlying attachment fear. Addressing the problem in a logical way will likely have zero positive impact and only create less closeness. Until the underlying emotional need is met, it will only continue. My partner once got angry with me after I mentioned I could not attend her friend's birthday party with her. I realized instantly that her anger was not about the party and if I could come or not. It was that she felt I did not want to integrate more in her life as I had previously had not been able to attend a wedding that she invited me for. This made her concerned about my commitment and if I really cared and wanted to be part of her life. I had similar experience where she had turned down some invites I've given her. Recognizing this I said to her, is it not absurd that we get upset with each other when what we really are trying to say is that we care so much about each other that we want the other to be a bigger part of our lives? She said yes instantly as I recognized the unfulfilled attachment need below the surface conflict. She wasn't just mad about that particular one incident of me joining her friend's birthday party. It was an underlying concern that I didn't want to be a bigger part of her life. I ended up joining her friend's birthday party to follow up on that verbal commitment with action and we had a chance to be clearer about our needs. 
The conflict was gone before it even really started and it all lasted just three minutes. Men often get stuck arguing about the logic of what their partner brings up as men have been raised to use logic far more than their emotional circuit. Address the emotional need and it will be solved. Remember the key attachment question that arises when there is conflict is, will you be there when I need you? You can answer this question by being there for your partner when needed, and if you have not done so in the past, you can do it from today. We'll at a later stage talk more about individual needs and conflicts around them, as that can be quite different how you deal with that. But fundamentally, what people are asking then is, do you care about my needs and boundaries and do you accept them? Uh, they want to know that you recognize their needs and accept them or are willing to work on your fear if you can't accept them. The one who is objecting or trying to inhibit the other is often reaching a boundary. They need to know you will respect their boundary and support them if they decide to work through those fears. But we'll talk a lot more about that because that's a separate topic really about individual needs compared to attachment needs. The three destructive cycles we briefly mentioned in the previous podcast. So I just want to go over them again here in more detail so you can really see which pattern you're falling into so you can recognize it when it happens. The first one I call the blame game. This is where both parties attack each other and is triggered by the fear response that only gives us three options, fight, flee or freeze. The fight-fight cycle normally doesn't last that long before one person might draw and stop engaging. Fighting, blaming or attacking is a sign of your partner trying to reach out to get that response and see if you really care. This also means they still care about you, that's why they're desperate for a response. If they did not care, they would simply disengage and have no emotional response at all. So a strategy, as strange as it may sound, the fact that your partner is blaming or attacking you means they are you are important to them and that their attachment needs are not fulfilled. They are scared. It's not an effective strategy, but it's the best that they can do when their fear response is triggered and childish defense mechanisms are, are what comes up as a natural response. If you can spot what's going on, you don't have to respond by also engaging in a blame game. You can break this cycle. Let's look at the next one, which is attack by drawl. This is when one person is proactively blaming or attacking the other partner in a desperate attempt to get attention and get their needs met. They are often unaware of their own attachment needs and therefore can't express them and simply lash out instead. They often make the otherwise drawn defense running away or disengaging and they hope that the attack will stop. And this is the escape fear response. However, this only trigger even more attacks as why drawing and disengaging mean that the attachment need are even more neglected and you're communicating that you're not responsive. And so your partner fear even more and will keep attacking even more. So the negative cycle continues often until there's a relationship breakdown or complete disconnect unless intervention takes place and you can recognize and stop these cycles. If you tend to withdraw, notice when you're feeling overwhelmed and communicate that while addressing their attachment needs. You could say, I'm feeling overwhelmed when you attack me so I can't hear what your actual needs are and I really want to hear what you need so I can be there for you. It would be great if you can calm yourself down and then explain to me what you need so I can help you get it. That's a good way to taking care of yourself, enforcing your own boundaries and still showing you are there to engage with their attachment needs. 
Now let's look at the next cycle, which is while draw, while draw, both people while drawing. This is often the final stage where both partners have given up on even getting their needs met. This is, as I said before, the most dangerous. Because at this stage, there's not much energy left that any either party want to invest in either getting back to a good track. The person that used to attack is feeling helpless and are grieving and are starting to lose hope. This is also the grieving stage where we are getting ready to let go of what we wanted. In the end, the couple start to anticipate need will not be met and so they attack or I draw. And in this stage, obviously, they're by drawing before anything even happened and don't give the positive outcome a chance. And so they're stuck in this cycle of disconnect. This cycle often needs professional help. And if you're stuck here, I would not recommend you to just working on it yourself. There's a, I'm a big advocate of prevention over treatment. So if you can stop things before they get to this stage, it's much more beneficial. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and can get an insight into your cycles and how you can then break those. Have fun and have a great day.